When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks. Get a powerful and reliable internet solution starting at $64.90 a month for 24 months with a two-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today to find out more. Restrictions apply. Limited to new Comcast Business 25 megabits internet and one voice mobility customers. Early termination fee applies. Equipment installation taxes and fees extra subject to change. Have you ever wondered how the simple act of planting seeds can bring hope to people? Well, we're going to find out tonight when you meet my guests, Michelle Anise and Paula Tambasco from Seeds of Endless Hope. Hi, I'm Connie Bramer. Welcome to Laughter and Inspiration. Most of you know me as the founder of Get Your Rack Back or GYRB as we call it for short, my foundation that provides gas and grocery gift cards, medical co-payment assistance to upstate New York cancer patients. And we do this because we want to bridge the gap for patients who are having to choose between paying for treatment and putting food on the table for their families, which is why I wanted to talk to Michelle and Paula today, because I have a garden, the Get Your Act Back Garden, down at their uh, Seeds of Endless Hope Garden. I want to talk about that. So I'm also the, the uh, author of How Connie Got a Rack Back, mm -hmm. and the, uh, as they laugh in the background, <laughs> and um, I'm a contributing author to The She Shift and Chaos and Clarity and Crappy the Happy, which you guys need to check out in October that's coming out. And I've got a funny story about my mom and that. So welcome to the show, Paul and Michelle. Yay! I'm so happy to see you guys. I have to tell everybody, I've known Michelle and Paula for a really long time. And Michelle from Mary Kay, because I used to be Mary Kay sales director, and I still dabble, and Michelle's like the best uh, cheerleader anybody could ever ask for. Right, Paula? She is, definitely. <laughs> she is. She is. So I was, like I was saying, I have the garden at, the Get Your Rack Back garden at Seeds of Endless Hope. And last year, it was incredible because we delivered over 40 pounds of vegetables to cancer patients mm. in upstate New York. Mm -hmm. I, awesome. it, like, and what was so great for everybody who knows me, I can't keep anything alive except two dogs and two kids. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I could kill a cactus. So, um, Paula gardens all of it. She mans the garden or woman's the garden for me. And then <laughs> she, she lives local to me. So she just texts me and says, Hey girlfriend, come pick up a bunch of cucumbers. So this morning I actually picked up a bunch of cucumbers and some basil and oh my God, that basil smelled so great. So mm. got to make some pesto and then deliver some cucumbers to some patients. But like we were saying earlier, it's been weird because some people, some doctor's offices don't want to accept vegetables mm. from gardens because of the whole COVID situation. So how did you guys come up with the idea for seedless and seeds of endless hope? And also it's, you have Christmas land. So I wanted to talk to you about both of those. Sure. So tell me the scoop on that. All right. Do you want to do Christmas land first or seeds first? Yeah. Do Christmas land first. Cause I want to okay. give everybody a little tease on that. that. I'll take that and she can take seeds. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, so, um, six, six years ago. Was it six years ago? I always mess up the days. Five years ago, six years ago, I'm 
gone. Yeah, it was six years ago. We were watching a movie, and it was called Christmas Land, and it was about, it was, of course, on the Hallmark Station, right? 5,000 Christmas movies, and it was about bringing back the spirit of Christmas. So when it was over, I said to Paula, it, it was this uh, movie that was set on this um, 100-acre tree farm. Marshall Brady starred in the movie, and it was all <laughs> about bringing community together and bringing back spirit of Christmas. So when it was over, I said to Paula, well, do you want to start like our own little Christmas land? People are like grumpy. Let's just, <laughs> let's start something fun. So our friends thought we were nuts. Our attorney said, do not go buy land. Don't do anything stupid and whatever. So people were sort of like, what do you mean a Christmas village? Long story short, we have our land up in Altima and it's on 26 acres and it is a magical Christmas village where people come and the main goal is for them to just leave feeling a little better than when they got there. So we have all kinds of things. We have horse John sleigh rides and we have Frankie the train and we have crafts for kids and of course Santa and all kinds of outdoor activities. And it's a really magical, magical place. And it's awesome. So we had that up there and we said, you know, we do this during Christmas. What can we do the rest of the year? So Christmas land started a foundation called seeds of endless hope. And we came up with the idea for two reasons. We want to plant seeds of hope and we want to plant seeds and meaning the whole goal of the foundation was to do for children and families in need. We started bringing several children groups to Christmas land and we noticed there's so many impoverished or underserved kids all over our capital area that really never had the family experience or the experience of being at Christmas and being surrounded by love and hope and joy. So as that kept going, we said, we've got to do more for families in need in the area. And all year, not just at and Christmas. And all year. Not just at right. Christmas. So when we came up with our charity name, we thought, what would be a good start to fundraising for it? Well, plant a seed, plant really a seed. So we started a community garden. And that we decided that that garden could bring families and children groups, which we're going to start doing more of, to plant actual seeds and harvest vegetables to pay forward for those in need. So we now have 10 beds in our garden, five, five fruit trees, cherry, peaches, apples. Um, and then we made these gorgeous benches that were donated in honor and memory of different families, um, loved ones that have passed away to different cancers. Um, so our garden, we have volunteers that help us. And as Connie said, she's one of the groups because she has a bed that we harvest her produce and she feeds her get your rack back patients. And the other thing that we'd like to do and, and going forward is starting to learn how to put recipes together so that we can pay that forward to others. So maybe do cooking classes too. Yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah, be great. So excited. Well, it's oh. been, it, I will tell you this, it's a very peaceful place to go to the Seeds of Endless mm. Hope section. It's, it's a beautiful place. I love the benches. The benches there. I mean, I, I hope people can go, can go. I mean, with COVID oh. going on right now, I want people to be able to go see it or obviously go for, go to Christmas land. I mean, the whole place well, is just magical. Well, and you know what I was going to tell you is that we literally have friends of ours, one particular friend I'm thinking of right now, who she goes with her dog and her daughters and she mm -hmm. just goes there because 
there's nowhere else you can really go. And she's like, do you mind if I go to the garden? And we say, absolutely. So she goes up there. She actually has a bed there also, you know, a garden bed, not a bed that you sleep in, but mm -hmm. a bed. she'd probably like a bed that she'd sleep in up mm -hmm. there. She loves it. And she's like, it's so peaceful. So, you know, it's just a really, really special, peaceful place. And everybody says that when they go up there, that it's yeah. so peaceful. Yeah, it is. And last summer we did really neat activity where we brought the children in and we took them on a trail walk where they, they got to make an edible ornament for the animals. And we took them on a chair trail walk and we read a story to them about feeding the woodland animals and they hung the ornament on a tree. And I personally went back the following week and they were eaten. So it was that's awesome. And, and they well, also decorated took, rocks. Yeah, we took the kids into the garden and part of the, cause we wanted some, like, what can we do to bring the kids back, you know, in the summer. So we kids and on picnic tables in the garden and they all had garden rocks and they, they painted rocks, but they were really cute. Cause some of them were like, can we just leave the rock in front of one of these garden beds or one of the benches? So they were really cute. So we pulled in the kids to the garden and then we talked to them about what the garden's all about and about giving mm -hmm. back and all that. And we're planning some more enrichment activities. Um, we're obviously, we're a little bit at a, at a pause with COVID, but we're planning them for the coming months for kids and families. So um, stay tuned. It's really exciting. Yeah. Fun. And it brings the kids right back into nature. It's really remarkable what you two have done. I mean, I say that every time I come down, every time I go to Christmas land, there's more stuff. And I think, <laughs> how could they possibly have more stuff? But can you, Michelle, I know it's a very personal story, but can you tell the story about Frankie the train? Yes. So we, um, we wanted to do something at Christmas land in memory of my um, nephew who passed away five years ago. Suddenly he was 18. And we said, what can we do for him? So we came up with a train because, first of all, if he was here, he would be the one who would be saying, Aunt Shelley, can I please come drive the train? I'm driving the train. I'll help as long as I can drive the train. So we wanted something in memory of him. And we had made Frankie the Christmas Land train. And the kids are obsessed with it. It's so cute. We have three carts. We have, you know, the engine that it's all decorated. The kids get in the carts, and I think, like, what, 16 kids can fit at a time. Mm -hmm. And it starts in our stable that's um, up there, and then it goes through the stable out in the back of the property, and it goes around, and the kids love it. And what's really cool is during um, Christmas Land, we have the garden lit up now. So, I mean, during, yeah, during Christmas Land, we have the garden up. So when they go around, they can see pink lights and white lights, and, and we talk to them, you know, about what that is. And you go over there, you're mm -hmm. going to see, and we tell them about the garden. So in their minds, they're thinking um, it's important to give back. So Frankie the Train, and then also, well, we, Frankie the Train, we made a storybook out of. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say and that. that storybook talks about how Frankie the Train came to life. Right. And so it's a donation that we have people donate for a copy at Christmas land. And that goes, goes to, to the charity so that we can pick a children's organization each year and decide what they need and, and help. And then the kids, we have other, we have yeah. other Frankie products mm -hmm. in our store and the Frankie products, a percentage of all of that goes to the charity because we not only wanted to make something fun for the kids in memory of him, but we figured how can we continue it going 
other than only have it be a train ride. So we sort of branded Frankie the train in the mm-hmm. most to Seeds of Endless Hope. So it's great. It's a win-win. It's really, it's amazing. And, you know, I just, I had Jacques Equier on my show a couple of weeks ago and his foundation is for us for life. And we were talking about how, when you start a foundation, you start it like, you know, I have mine, get your rack back. You guys have Seeds of Endless Hope and Christmas Land. And we all find something that we're passionate about, but really the whole idea of all of it is enrichment of our community. You know, how exactly. can we, how can we bring people together to be better, to, to want to care for each other? I think you've created such an amazing atmosphere for that. It's, it's incredible. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people that, um, in, you know, around, in this world where they want to help do something, give something back, but they don't really, you know, know what to do. You know, some, some right. passionate, like in your situation, with breast cancer, you're a breast cancer survivor. So that was automatically what you're passionate about. But uh, there's a lot of people that don't really know how they can help. By something like this, it's like a simple way where they can actually do something to give back or, you know, even even bring your kids up there and bring them to the garden and explain, you know, what we're doing and how we're giving back. So I feel like it's small ways that anybody can do it. You know, um, you can buy, you know, a, a book at Christmas land for $5 and the money all goes to charity. So it's small little ways that people can right. help. And, and the premise when we started this was honestly, we wanted to think of something that gives back to community and connects others. We felt like the world was going off in a commercialized distant when it came to celebrating the, the holiday and the season. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole premise. And we bring so many local artisans into Christmas land from all over the capital region to, to sell what they have, to celebrate their goods. But so that kids now can see there's a local, there's local grassroots organizations that really care about their community and getting that visibility. It just builds one builds upon the next. They learn about yours as they learn about us and vice versa in the next one. And that's important because when I look at something, I don't just want to be like, well, should I do that? I really want to be, wow, they're in my community. They're working hard, you know? And you guys are working really hard. Yeah. I, wanted to, I, I did want to say one thing to you. When I have come to either Christmas land or to the garden, my heart feels lighter. It's just, it's just, I can't, you can't explain it yet. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's just yeah. so peaceful. And like when I came to Christmas land a couple of years ago and saw all these kids all over, they were like, mm. you couldn't get the smiles like peeled off their faces, you know, <laughs> and the kids were making the frames and making cookies. I mean, mm. you got, and I want to just talk about Christmas land for one more second, because you guys have this whole system of bringing kids into the fold of the whole Christmas experience by they make frames, right? They, they had their picture taken with Santa. Mm-hmm. Then you guys have them make a homemade frame. Yep. Then they make cookies. Yep. They go on the Frankie the the train, which yeah. I, I, I that is like I want to drive that train. It's like the cool, it's the coolest thing. I guess I'll be the I'll be the guest conductor one day. Yay. Oh, we would, we would love that. that. We would love that. That would be funny. What else can they do at Christmas Land? I know I hit the hot like highlights, well, but you know, um, the, the the interesting thing is is that when we when we were you know deciding to do this, we said, okay, what. Is got, what can we do to obviously engage the kids? Like, what's going to get them excited? And all I could think about is when my kids were little and we went to Epcot Center and they got that little, like, passbook thing and they got it stamped in each thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Love that, to have something in their hand. So we came up with a passport 
which is just on cardstock and it lists the things you just mentioned plus some other things. And the kids love it because they go from one activity to the next and they make Christmas ornaments. They, um, get the, they, they get it stamped and they get all happy when they're, you know, they have it in their hands and it's like the parents aren't in charge of it. The kids are. They hold on to that thing for dear life, you know. Mm -hmm. The other thing that was really important to us is we didn't want to charge admission to get in. Like, for example, if you go to Great Escape, obviously it's however much, no matter what, right? Right. We wanted to not charge admission to get in so that each family could do whatever they can afford, you know. If they only have $10 to spend for four kids, we can say, oh, well, you could do a train ride and you could do an ornament. For each kid, like we can, no matter what they, their situation is, they don't have to spend mm -hmm. a lot. Our goal was so that everybody could afford to go. And, and that's also why we pick a charity each year. And we, we've done um, um, Quest for Grace, which works with foster kids and Schenectady. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. um, we've done Ronald McDonald House. Um, last year, the kids could not come from Albany Med, but we brought Christmas to the um, children's ward at Albany Med. Mm -hmm. It is is then we also did um sienna college has a big brother big sister program so we brought them up this year so our idea is is that um you know we wanted every year to have a special group that we bring up and they're just there for the whole day and we take care of everything we have a toy drive for them and a gift drive and they get to spend the day at christmas land they get lunch the whole shebang so it's about everybody that comes being able to afford to come right and then also making sure that um, we do something special for a, a group that would never be able to normally get there. Right. And so to elaborate on more of what you were asking, Connie, we have this wonderful little story room and it's all cozy with characters and bean bags. And we mm -hmm. have an elf that does story time with the little kids. We have other elves that work and help with kids activities. We have wonderful local entertainment that comes in and sings Christmas carols with the kids, dances. Awesome. We have um, music. Face decorating, face decorating. We have face painting. We have music playing in and out. Um, we had a special guest appearance by our own Madison Vandenberg, whose family yeah. went through the whole experience, sang when she was there. It was so exciting. We have a cute little snack shack. Kids come in. They get homemade hot chocolate. We can put marshmallows. We got homemade goodies for sale in there. We have this beautiful fire pit that we can, um, you can sit and have your homemade wood stove pizza. You can watch. Yeah, that pizza is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That pizza is baller. We ate that like one day when we were doing the garden. I was like, oh, and, and, so we, and we have Hoover a play area. And, and this year we have a couple more surprises in stove. Mm -hmm. And actually, tell, but we're not going to talk actually, about that's them. a good thing to mention that, honestly, you could come there and spend zero money and still have a lot of those things she just said are no mm -hmm. charge. So you can yeah. come there and spend zero money and be able to have fun mm -hmm. and do those things with your kids. I think that's a great point that you make, too, about making it affordable, affordable for people oh, and everybody yes. different levels. That's really important. Don't yeah. forget our horse-drawn. Oh, we have horse-drawn sleigh ride. Sleigh ride, which this past year with that three-foot snowstorm we had in November – was amazing. The sleigh just traveled throughout down in our little area. And because if there's no gorgeous. snow, it's a wagon, yeah. you know, to work on <laughs> yeah. a wagon. Yeah. So when it snows, it's just awesome. Oh, amazing. 
Well, it's it's just a beautiful experience. And you know, you talk about the the kids at Albany Med and the Melody Center. My foundation does Christmas stocking drive every year. Mm, yes. And yeah. we delivered, I don't know, maybe a 75 or 100 stockings. And then some people, this is what cracks me up. I'll say I need stocking stuffers, right? So people give me like footballs and like, <laughs> like Dolls. yeah, a dart game. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> in the stocking, right? So anything that's bigger, that's appropriate that I could give to the Melody Center, I bring them a basket of, or, a, you know, That's actually nice. like a garbage bag full of toys that they can put yes. in that trunk for kids to play in. So which is just, awesome. it's just so great to learn about what everybody else is doing in the community. It's, it's important, you know, but you've done so much. May I just say, honestly, with get your rack. Well, back, thanks. I appreciate you it. have done tirelessly for 10 years, right? Is it 10 years? Uh, it's been Eight and then it's been five. It's been five as well. Wait, almost six is my own foundation. It's a but lot of work. You've been doing stuff forever. Yeah. You've been oh, doing yeah. stuff forever. But it's simple. It, it's it makes you feel good. You know, I always tell people the the greatest gift you can give to yourself is give to others, and it doesn't have to be money. It can be time. It could be you know volunteering to read a story somewhere. It could be you know dropping off a basket for me. At it a could be bringing your dog for a walk who's barking. It, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I have two dogs like they this is why I should have cats like you guys but I'm allergic so I can't have cats no. so I wanted to get back to the garden so Paula I gotta ask you this question do you mm -hmm. like do you really like gardening like is it your jam I, I don't love it by the way I'm gonna yeah this one's obsessed. no I yeah I have obsessed. a passion for playing in the dirt I always have I watched my grandmother garden when I was a kid and then my father garden um, and in back where I grew up we had these little backyards that somehow against a garage, she had like feet of beans growing up. And it was amazing what they did with very little mm -hmm. and brings you to earth. And it's so therapeutic. It connects you. And to just have that beautiful harvest that I love to work, cook with and eat is just mm -hmm. amazing. So I'm laughing, thinking as she's saying that, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, she does that. Meanwhile, my obsession is making the Christmas cookies. For oh, I know. I see all the pictures of like the we dozens and dozens. Thousands. No, yeah. thousands. Thousands, yeah. Hundreds of cookies every <laughs> single week. And when she's talking about the beans grow, I'm thinking about when those cookies are coming out and I'm frosting them, I'm shoving them in my mouth. <laughs> this one's picking shoving beans. Cucumbers she's beans. shoving cucumbers and beans. She's shoving cucumbers and shoving those. But we have like a whole cookie factory that goes on. We make yeah. hundreds and hundreds of cookies Every single week we sell some, but then we make them for the kids to decorate. Yep. That's my specialty is <laughs> the Christmas piece of the cookies. And like, I shove those in. This one will sit there and like, just eat like a cucumber with a skin on it. And bite it. <laughs> I'm like, no thanks. I'd rather be cookie dough. You're well, one cucumber shy because I, I was shy. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's fine. I got to tell you about my uh, soiree into gardening. And my, when, I was, when I was in high school, college, my mom had, you know, like those half barrel things, like the barrels that you cut in half and you put like soil okay. in. All right. So my mother flowers, was- Flowers. Uh -huh. Flowers. Yeah, flowers, normally. So my mother decided, I'm going to make, I'm going to grow lettuce. Right. So she grows lettuce and she had put a screen over top because we had a ton of deer where I live, where I grew up. Because I grew up kind of near you, Paul. I grew up in Northville on the second dog. That's right. So we, right. Awesome. So we had like we could look out our window and there would be 20 deer out in the yard. Eating, Beautiful. Right. 
my dad had a huge drawer with deer food in it, but apparently the deer food wasn't enough because I went <laughs> down to get the lettuce. And it, wait, can I ask what's deer food? What is deer food? Because I like to put some. I don't, honestly, you'd have to, I'd have to ask my dad. <laughs> I asked they were like, they were like he, he got like an old drawer and it was huge. And he would put, pe- it was, I don't know, like they were like pellets or whatever. I find out because I'm like, I'll have find some out. deer come. Yeah. I'll ask, I'll ask my dad. But anyway. I'd like some to come to Christmas land. We'll put the food yeah. in. And then they can come. That'll be oh, awesome. They are there. there. That would be cute. And then I go out to get the lettuce. And it was like, you know, that commercial years ago, <laughs> with the, it was like a Cadbury commercial. And the guy's going like this. Like yes. he's like, go, and it sounds like a machine, like a. A buzzsaw or whatever. Yeah, the the lettuce was like cut right across. <laughs> so my mother's like, "Damn it! I was so proud of myself making my get grow my own lettuce." So that was it. And I I told you I can't keep flowers. I can't keep anything alive. So <laughs> I can't I can't grow anything. So that's why I have to rely on Paula to dig right. in the dirt. Listen, it's like, we we myself. all have we all have our strengths, and yours are shining brightly every day. So you, know, you know, I was just thinking, I was just thinking how, um, how with some of the things that you do, Connie, mm-hmm. and how it causes other people to give back specifically, I'm thinking of, you know, Kim, um, our friend Kim, when she was mm-hmm. diagnosed with cancer, you did your beautiful ba- sunshine basket mm-hmm. and it to her with all kinds of awesome gift cards. Mm-hmm. And it was just literally a ray of sunshine. I was there when it actually arrived three years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was there and it arrived. So I saw her face and her tears and she's like, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this means so much. Like I was trying to figure out how we're going to be able to pay for groceries. So it was a big deal. But what's so cool about it is three years ago you did that. And now she has a bed at Christmas land and I have goosebumps. She'll grow things and say to Paula, I can't get up there. So just put it in Connie's pile. So now yeah. she's that's, that's her right. garden that she sponsored mm. is growing things and it's going back to you to give to the patients so it's so cool when it goes full circle like that it, it is it's amazing and she's yeah. she's such a delight and actually now she makes dog blankets that are yeah. fantastic <laughs> yeah. and my dog yes shelters. yes yeah. and my i bought two one for each of my dogs i got different sizes and they like fight over it it's kind of <laughs> but, but yeah they bark over it, fight over it. So I wanted to throw something out to you guys. I always bring a, uh, like a, a, you know how I have in my laughter inspiration page, a funny saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I found one for gardening, just oh, for God. you, Paula. You ready? <laughs> I always want to get your reaction. Gardening is cheaper than therapy and you get tomatoes. Oh, I love it. Wait, I don't get it. Gardening is cheaper than therapy. Yeah. And you get tomatoes. So it's like a bonus. So you get it's a bonus. Okay. That, that is absolute perfection because you have to get the tomatoes. The tomatoes are the staple. And, and I, I made a tomato pie oh, last week. Goes. Oh, so good. Which is a pizza. Does she know what that is? Do you know what tomato what? No. What is a tomato pie? Pizza. It's, it's not a, really it, pie. It's a pizza <laughs> without mozzarella cheese. It's a pizza with a fresh Stop tomato. Stop trying to talk Italian. Basil. <laughs> With Parmesan cheese, <laughs> it is to die for, and cloves of garlic. So it's just like a pizza, and she took the tomatoes and made it into this concoction sauce. So it's 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 a sauce and then Parmesan cheese, and it's to die for. Can you make another one of those? You have- <laughs> so you you are correct, and that is my therapy. Mm-hmm. And then you have that beautiful tomato from it. Oh, it's. 
That's interesting. That's your therapy. My therapy is M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> my therapy is Twizzlers. Cookies, M&M's, beans. See? Oh, I love well, this. Yeah. One thing I wanted to tell you guys about one of the patients that we help with the garden is I gave her squash. Okay. And I have to tell you, I am the pickiest like vegetable person to ever walk <laughs> the earth. Like I'll eat salad. I'll eat cooked carrots, but like if you gave me asparagus or squash or whatever, I'm like, I can give you a really good recipe. I just want to say with squash and thin spaghetti is the key. Okay. Well, I, that's what I was going to go with, but I, I actually am going to make that. Okay. I, I promise you I'm going to make that. But anyway, she reached out to me and she said, I had never cooked with squash because I gave it. So I don't get, I don't get to give it personally to the patient. Right. Right. Because there's a lot of, you know, HIPAA rules, whatever. I give it to the doctor's office, the social worker or the nurse navigator gives it to the patient for me. Mm, so right. this patient got squash last summer and um, the nurse gave her my, my email, my card. She emailed me and said, thank you so much for the squash. I had never had squash before, but my daughter and I looked up a recipe and we, we cooked it up and it was great. So what you were talking about with the recipes, I mean, that would be awesome if, if yeah. we could like figure we out like a few recipes. Well, what I'm thinking what would be really fun to do for next summer is, for example, you say mm -hmm. squash, you could like the squash is squash peppers, um, and zucchini and thin spaghetti and olive oil. We could make up little baskets and have the other ingredients and then put the yeah. recipe with it. We well, yeah, we, we, do, we do need to do that. We need to do that for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Do tomato pie with the tomatoes, the basil. Yeah. No, we can do the, um, and a pesto with and the we basil. We can do my delicious, um, tomato we, concoction sauce. We got to do that. Show them how to grill the vegetables. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to the yeah. Cherry I love you too. You just cracked me. Up. Yeah, yeah. So we got this, is, this, this is a sneak peek into Michelle and Paula's house. If we, if only I could be a fly on the wall. Our shit show. Yeah. Can we swear show. on your podcast? You can. You can. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, my life is a shit show. All right. So I always throw a few weird questions at my guests. So here you go. Ready? Okay. If you could have a billboard, it can't advertise your businesses. What would it say and why? COVID sucks. That's what mine was <laughs> Oh, I got one. Yeah, that's one. Wait, Paula just got up. I got oh, one. She's taking the pillow. Here okay. we go. Today, Today I choose joy. joy. That's a good one, Paula. Again, I, like I say COVID sucks. And she goes, Today <laughs> I choose honestly, joy. Honestly, if you wake up, you make a choice. Absolutely. It, yeah. It's our attitude and our reflection and how we reflect in this world and interact. So that would be mine. There you go. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> and that you always have, my guests always end up having like great segues into my next question. Oh God. So <laughs> Michelle's oh. like, Oh, Oh God, oh. here we go. <laughs> so when I write, I write every patient that we help a personal letter and in the mm -hmm. letter, like I find Wait, out. Can I interrupt? Can I interrupt yeah. the letter that you wrote to Kim? I mean, to see her and I, and I just randomly happened to be yeah. there three years ago just to, to hear her read your letter. It was just beyond. We were, we were, you didn't even know Kim that well then. And, and we weren't even, we were learning about. Oh, yeah, you, were there too. you were there. And when he brought that, I just stood there and tears were coming down my eyes. And I go, Michelle, look at what they do for these patients. And Kim was just in awe. We stayed there an hour and visited, and that's when we knew we have got to do something with Connie. 
you know. Well, I appreciate that. No, but the, the whole cause of of, of what you were doing for the patients, I'm like, it's no, we point. saw it happening. We yeah. saw like the result of you know, it's one thing to make yeah. donations right. and go to events that you do, but it's another thing to see the end result actually yeah. when the person's opening it and looking at it. You know, and, and you're the only ones who've ever told me that. I mean, well, some of the nurses have told me that, but that's it's nice to hear. And, and it's not even like I just want people to feel loved and cared about. You know, like mm -hmm. when I was going through my cancer, some people who I didn't even know would send me cards. And it was just oh. awesome. Right. I didn't know them at all. Like it was a friend of a friend mm -hmm. who heard that I had cancer, sent me a beautiful note and it, it's meaningful to people. So yeah, when I, is. when I find out about patients, I ask the nurse navigator, can you just tell me a little, a little bit about the patient? So they're not like, right. a, it's not like a generic letter. I, I write, right. you know, about their life or whatever. But one of the things I always say is it's important to keep a gratitude journal. I mean, and I've gotten, and I sadly mm -hmm. have kind of gotten away from it. I need to get back at it. But like one day, Michelle, you'll appreciate this. Like one day <laughs> I wrote like in the throes of um, being really sick with, with chemotherapy, I wrote, woke up. That was number one. <laughs> Yay, right? <laughs> two that didn't was a puke, lot. Yeah. Two didn't puke all day and three had milk for the kids for cereal. That was like my worst <laughs> day. But if you keep saying, you know, three things before you go to bed every night and just write them down in a journal that you're grateful for. It keeps your mind in a positive place. And that's what yep. I'm trying these patients, you know, even when you're in the shits of things, yeah. no matter what you're going through in your life, you know, you can find three things, even if they're minuscule mm -hmm. things. Like I had pasta last tonight. It was delicious. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It can be that silly. Mm -hmm. But it puts you in a positive mindset. So I always ask my guests, what are the three things? I know there's two of you, so you can mix them together. But what are the three things that you guys are grateful for today? You can go. Well, uh, three total? Yeah, three total. And I have two and I'll have one. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have from very basic to very deep. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you. Let's be basic. I'll give I... you basic. I am <laughs> grateful for showers. When I'm outside in the garden, like I love to work and play in the dirt, but there's nothing better than a wonderful shower in the summer when you've been in all the gardening. Okay. So now, are you, are you talking about like a shower in your house or are you talking about a shower outside? A, a bathroom shower. Okay. Like bathroom shower? I thought she was talking about a shower that comes out of the sky. No. What the hell? A bathroom shower? What? I am grateful to be able Nobody, dead. Nobody, nobody, dead. nobody thinks about this, but like every day people wake up and We're take a shower. About gardening. I thought she was going. I thought she was going with, and I'm so happy showers because I'm like, <laughs> well, I water for that too. But I'm oh. saying showers, cleanliness showers, and gardening showers. Now you go. All right. Uh, I, I can't stop laughing. Yeah, that was just like <laughs> beyond. Um, I would say. I would say that with everything going on in the world that I'm grateful that everybody in my family and Paula's family is healthy. Yeah. And at this moment in time when there's so much sad mm -hmm. things going on. So I would say that. And then I have to say, I'm very thankful for my little baby grandson. Cause oh my God. He's the cutest thing ever. Ray of sunshine ever. <laughs> he's, he's a Ray. Is he not? We are oh, very Ray. blessed to he's, have new babies in our yeah. world. Yes. He is cute. Alyssa and I, my daughter, we look at his picture sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, he's the cutest kid. He's so he is. Cute. He's so sweet. And yeah. I'm so glad he's a freaking boy, may I say. 
Yeah, Michelle has three daughters, so yeah. <laughs> and three of, sisters. Yeah, so three sisters. sisters. Lots of estrogen in that family. Yeah, she yeah. needed a break. <laughs> I needed a break. <laughs> so how can people find you guys? Like what's your what's email, what web address or whatever? For, so you can you. go to um, Christmasland, www.christmaslandllc.com. And when you're on the Christmasland website, there's a link up at the top for Seeds of Endless Hope. You can also find both Christmasland and Seeds have separate Facebook pages, Twitter pages, and Instagram pages. Um, so we all awesome. have everything updated there. And, and as we get closer to the season, we will have all kinds of mm-hmm. news and updates all the time going on there. Well, good. Well, I can't wait. And it's been awesome to have you guys on the show. I appreciate it. You're awesome. Oh, this has been a blast. This is fun. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. I'll have to have you come. As soon as like weather, you know, the weather gets bad. I hate to say bad, but cold. <laughs> You know, because we're in the Northeast, I say bad. But um, I want to have you guys come back on to talk more about Christmas Land and what you guys have com- going on. Yeah. And by so, the way, one more thing to be grateful is the weather's been really, really, really nice. Spectacular. Yeah. For us, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. we're thankful for weather. We are yeah. thankful for, like for this spectacular sun- sunsets and sunrises, whatever floats your boat. Exactly. So well, if you want to learn, if you, you're welcome. If you want to learn any more about Michelle and Paula, Seeds of Endless Hope, Christmas Land, myself, or this particular episode, you can check out speakingtotheheart.org and look at our interactive show notes. Remember, as my mom would say, it's always important to leave people better for having known you. And Michelle and Paula, you guys have done that like over and over and over again. We're all really grateful. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Connie Bramer. This is Laughter and Inspiration. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. Uh, airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.